Welcome everyone to Take the Lead. I'm your host, William Kliske. And it's me, the one and only John O'Halloran. Folks at home, folks at home, folks at home. So John, we're going to start with some good old-fashioned basketball. <laughs> you hit your hat yeah, on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know Minnesota Timberwolves Malik Beasley, right? Yes. Suspended 12 games. I saw that on the ESPN this morning, but didn't see why. So, um... He was suspended 12 games without pay in the wake of pleading guilty to a felony count of threats of violence as a result of an incident in September. Wow. That's Only 12 now. games for pleading guilty to a felony. I feel like probably should have got more. Yeah, exactly. Like, why would you not cut him? It's a felony. Yeah. Unless they're going to wait until... Uh, the official decision. Yeah. But he's uh, pleading guilty. Instant until proving guilty. Is but that he pleaded guilty. That's true. All right. Um, yeah, they should cut him. Forgot I said all that. I was testing you guys to see if you were listening. 12 games to that will pay. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll see what happens. He, he's eligible to return to the court on March 27th, and this suspension will cost him 1.1 milli. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I, ooh. Beasley agreed to a plea deal with prosecutors earlier this month that saw felony drug charges against him get dropped in exchange for the guilty plea. As a result, Beasley was sentenced to 120 days in jail, which could be served either in the county workhouse or in home confinement after the NBA season is over in mid-May. Wow. There's what, like, what did he do? Did he uh, like beat someone up or anything? Um. Let's see. Oh. Uh, in a statement obtained by Slotchback last September, the <laughs> Plymouth Police Department said officers were called to Beasley's residence on a reported weapons offense. The reporting individuals told officers they had stopped their car in front of the house and a suspect walked up to their vehicle, tapped on the vehicle window, pointed a gun at them, advised them to get off the get off of the property. As the victims drove away, the suspect was observed holding the gun up to his shoulder, pointing it at their vehicle. Yeah, uh, Malik. Come on, man. That's there's ways to handle stuff like that. Yeah. So. Beasley was traded in Minnesota last February and signed a four-year, sixty milli con, sixty million dollar contract with the Timberwolves in the offseason. I mean, He's averaging twenty point five points per game and shooting forty percent from three point. Watch, he's, he's playing pretty good this, this season so far. Uh, the Timberwolves are a league worst seven and twenty-six. And have lost six in a row as well as, well as ten as their past eleven. They haven't won two games in a row since the opening two games of the season. Oh my God! It must be tough being a Timberwolves fan right now. Thank God I'm not. The team fired coach Ryan Saunders after Sunday night's loss to the Knicks and hired Chris Finch, who had been working for the Raptors as an assistant coach, as Saunders' permanent replacement the next day. The next day. So the Senate at seven and twenty six. Now they got a player who probably will be suspended at some point. Well, he is suspended. Twelve. Games. Well, I mean, I'm sure it'll be more once they get more de- if there is more details. No, I think it's suspended twelve games. He can play for the rest of the season and then off to serve your hundred twenty day sentence. Well, by the time it comes back, the Timbles probably still have seven wins, so yeah, probably <laughs> yeah. it'll be okay. Yeah. Um, NBA All Star game. I see you have it up, so I'll bring up mine as well. Go ahead. Um, uh, full player pool of for uh, Team LeBron and Team Durant, uh, which I I hate the draft. Go back to what it used to be, please. East versus West is where it's at. So, East Conference, the head coach would be Doc Rivers, which I usually thought 
the teams from the two coaches from the NBA cha- uh, finals a year prior. I thought you're they were usually the coaches, but I guess not. I thought so too. Unless I'm thinking of baseball. Uh Kevin Durant, uh, Team Captain will not play due to injury. Uh, Bradley Beal, uh, Joel Embiid, Giannis, uh, Ky- Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum. Replacement for Kevin Durant. The reserves are Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, uh, Domanus Sabonis. He's a uh, replacement for Kevin Durant. Ben Simmons, uh, Nikolai Vukic. The head, uh, West Conference head coach is Kyle Sh- uh, Quinchnight of the Jazz. Star is obviously LeBron, Team Captain, uh, Curry, Luka Doncic, uh, Nikolai Djokovic, um, Kyle Leonard. The reserves are Devin Booker, Anthony Davis, who was not playing, uh, Paul George, Ruby Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and uh, Zion Williams. Yeah. So, Kevin Durant's out. Yep. Do you see who he's replaced by? I wasn't sure if you said it or not. Yeah, Jason Tatum's taking his spot, right? Nope. No. Uh, Jason Tatum is starting. Yeah. He got. He's getting... Oh, uh... Demantis Sabonis. Yeah, I always say his name wrong. That's how I pronounce it anyways. But that was my article saying Tatum was starting and Demantis Sabonis was replacing Durant. What time Jalen Brown made the all-star team? I know. I wonder if he'll play with his knee injury. Who knows? We'll see what happens. If they even have the all-star game because I know uh, LeBron was crying about it. LeBitch, you mean? LeBitch. LeBron was LeBitching. So the draft will be March 4th, which I just... I should make that a shirt and just put it on like Teespring. It's what? like LeBron is, li- uh, is a little bitch. <laughs> Do it. You should. You probably got I would buy one <laughs> and I'm a LeBron fan. I'd wear it. <laughs> I guess I'd have to I'd put I'd it in a Lakers colors. Ye- like LeBron <laughs> in gold, right? And then Iza in white and then Le bitch in purple. You know how many people probably buy one here? I mean, that listens to this podcast. I'm sure Dude. that shirt will go viral. <laughs> That'd be funny. LeBron is a little bitch. <laughs> oh my god! All right, let's go ahead. Um. So the uh, the second half of the um regular season uh, NBA releases schedule. Uh, March fifth to the March fifth to the tenth, the All Star break. March uh March tenth to May sixteenth, second half of the regular season will begin. Um, May eighteenth, May twenty first is playing tournament in uh. The playoffs will be from uh, May 22nd to July 22nd. Uh, oh, man. So July, pretty m- uh, July 22nd is pretty much a firm end date because the league wants to the season wrap up before the Olympics. Makes which sense. Sets, uh, yeah, which is obviously supposed to take place this summer. But we'll also we'll with COVID. That happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if that happens because it didn't happen last year. Yeah. Imagine. T- it'd be a huge gap with the Olympics not happening. Then our kids in the future will be like, how come the Olympics didn't happen until 2035? Yeah, no, how come the Olympics jumped from 2016 to 2022 to 2024? <laughs> Sit down, you have a moment. It all started with these goddamn bees. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like May. Oh, is May what started first? Oh, the 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 like the r- the rumor animal for starting the coronavirus with bats. Oh, saw this <laughs> damn bat in China. In China and these goddamn bees. And then Trump or President Trump at the time is like, we're going to stop travel from China. That was a terrible Trump impression. And then everyone called him, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Xenophobic. And then it spread, and now there's a bunch of people who died. Yep. This will be all by Easter. <laughs> I was just about to say <laughs> that exact be all one. all by Easter. <laughs> it's going to be like one day, it's just going to be gone, like a miracle. And it wasn't. 
Who knows? It might still happen. Trump didn't say when. <laughs> he just said one day it's going to be gone. That's he true. said it would be great if it was by Easter. Oh, he but, did? But well, people are rewarding it saying. No, it's just like one day in 2022. It's just like, oh, it's gone. Yeah. Like, poof, magic. It's like, oh, Trump was right two years ago. <laughs> he was just two years <laughs> off. There's going to be a huge gap between last time, which was Will said, 2016. It won't be again until like 2035. Collect all your Tokyo 2020 merch now. Yep, and sell it in the future. Make bank, probably. Yeah, probably. Uh, the second half of the season will... Uh, I almost s- bought a Hot Wheels car at work a couple months ago because it said Tokyo 2020. You should have. <laughs> it's too late now. Uh, we probably still have some, <laughs> honestly. Uh, the second half of the season will start with a doubleheader March 10th featuring the Washington Wizards against the Memphis Grizzlies and the San Antonio Spurs against the Dallas Mavericks. All four of those teams had uh, numerous games canceled in the first half of the season. So uh, for you fans of those teams, there you go. Um... Seth Curry, the lesser brother, yes, yeah, the lesser famous Curry. He was traded to the 76ers in the offseason. And after the Sixers beat the Mavericks, he's like, they made a bad business decision trading me. Um, uh, I mean, he's doing pretty good with the Sixers. He's a could be the uh, no, a dark horse player come playoff time. Yeah. Um, he said, never nothing personal, man, Curry said via USA Today. I got a lot of respect for a lot of those guys over there. I just think they made a bad business decision, but it happens all the time. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Um, Mer- Mavs traded Curry for Josh Richardson yep. and a future draft pick. Um, Curry is having a career season with his new team, averaging 12.9 points, which is a career high, with 2.7 assists while shooting better than 45% from behind the arc. Um, he's a Curry harvest. He's going to be a good shooter. <laughs> yeah, starting 25 games last season for Dallas, and now he's a consistent starter for the 76ers. There we go. The 30-year-old put up 15 points while shooting 6 of 9. Nice. From the <laughs> field Thursday night, too. Perhaps most important, the 76ers are winning. They've won four of their past five and are top of the standings in the Eastern Conference. Yep. I saw the standings the other day. And then the Mavericks, on the other hand, are 15 and 16. Really? They were just in playoff contention, uh, yeah. contention not too long ago. Though they've won six of their past eight. All right. Get Richardson's stats are fairly identical to Curry as he's averaging 12.9 points and 2.6 assists per game. All right, so he has he's averaging one more assist a game. No. Curry. No? Point one. Oh, assist. point one, point one assist. So they're, really they're no both averaging 12.9 points. So there's really no difference. Yeah. Uh, in the end, Curry doesn't seem to mind the deal. He's playing better than ever, and he's on a team sitting in first place, fresh off another win. It's just another night to go out and get a win, play as well as a team. The ultimate goal is to get a win, so the main thing was good to see a lot of guys all down at the end of the floor and just catch up and then play again. So. I mean, I don't believe. Good job, Seth. Maybe eventually you catch up to your brother. <laughs> Maybe in 2K. Psych. I mean, if your last name's Curry, you're going to hit your. You're, you're going to hit no. You're going to make no matter what. You're going to make no matter what you shoot. Eyes closed, one arm, kicking the ball, throwing the ball behind you, throwing the ball like a football. You're going to make it. Um, Not as much as um. there's this YouTube channel called Stuff Made Here. He uh, made a basketball hoop where you can't miss. Really? Was it huge? No, it's uh, 
science. It like tracks the ball and it'll like move and tilt the hoop so you can never miss. Oh man. Maybe I'll I'll show you the video after we All finish. Right. It was good. He actually has three of them. Three of them? Three different ones. It's just probably a home plane. Hitting everything. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll show you a couple of them after. Uh, Vanessa Bryant calls a rapper uh, Meek Mill over um, Corey Bryant lyric, a new song. The uh, lyrics better be in that article because I don't know what they are. Uh, it is. Uh, Vanessa Bryant, obviously the wife of uh, Kobe, the late Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, has a problem with Meek Mill's uh, new song lyric. She to Instagram on Tuesday to call it the rapper over a line in his recent uh, raps she feels is insensitive towards Kobe. The lyric of the unreleased uh, Little little Baby, uh, I don't know who that is. Little uh, Baby? Yeah. Some rapper. Uh, Cavalation made its way online last week and uh, include Mick Mill saying, yeah, if I ever lack, I'm going to go out with my chopper. I'll be another Kobe. Um, Meek, dude, come on. I don't, I don't know who writes your songs or who writes Little Baby songs. If someone presented you that line and you saw that, you got to use your knowledge and be like, I can't say that. Let me read it again. Where is it? Uh, I, you talk while I read. Just point out where it is and I'll read it. Right there, if I ever lack. Okay, yep. If I ever lack. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had to read it. I had to take that in again. Dude. Jesus. Y- if you some present, because... You should turn that down because I'm not saying that. Change a lyric to something else. Um, or just change it yourself. It's th- you don't even have to go through your writers. Like, I'm, I'm just going to change this. I don't care what you guys say. It's it's unreal. Uh, it's but she posted on the Instagram store that explained her disgust with the line. At Derek Meekmill, I find this to be extremely... Uh, Disrespectful, she wrote, uh, period. I am not familiar with any of your music, but I believe you can do better than this. If you're a fan, fine. There's a better way to show your uh, admiration for my husband. This uh, lacks respect and tack. Uh, Meek Mill then tweeted uh, what appeared to respond to her post. I apologize to her in private or today and uh, not to the public. Nothing I say on my page directed to an uh, internet viral moment or the family a grieving woman. If you care about someone grieving, change the subject. Yeah. You should have changed a line, pal. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean... (laughs) It's ridiculous. Seven people lost their lives. And you, whoever wrote that song thought it would be a good idea to say, oh, let's bring up Kobe's death. No. It's it's not it. No, you got to change that lyric. I'm out of basketball. Um, one more. Uno more. Uh, Marcus Smart, uh, he's Iron Return after the All Star break. Dope. Uh, definitely him right now. They uh, need him. They do. He's um before the uh right now they're I think they're under five hundred right now or they're just at like five hundred seventeen. The last I saw. Okay, they're no we're near five hundred. I'll, d- I'll um, check. He's averaging thirteen point one points, six point one assists per game, both career highs. He's also added two point eight rebounds and one point eight assists per game. Um. I'm still listening right now. They're definitely struggling. Uh, Will said in the podcast last week, fifteen and seventeen, three, uh, three and seven in the last ten, and they're out of the playoffs. They are. They're in ninth. They still got time, but just the way this team's playing. Last I looked at the standings, they were in third. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Not having Marker Smart, like you said last week, yeah, or Kemba. 
Yeah, Kemba's playing bad too. Uh, but like you said last week, Marcus Smart is the the heart of the Celtics. He's a type of player that gets the Celtics going. He brings fire to the Celtics. I think the Celtics are missing that right now. Yeah, and um, uh, the Jazz are the only team in the NBA right now with single digit losses. What are they sitting at? Twenty six and six with in the end in their last ten nine and one. So they're playing pretty good. Oh yeah. On the whole, Celtics can turn around because. I made a prediction. I think we'll made a prediction too. Beginning of this NBA season, that it was going to be the Celtics and Lakers in the NBA Finals, and yeah, probably did say that. It's not looking like that right now. No, it is not. And uh, we definitely need Marcus Smart back the way this team's been playing lately. Oh yeah. Baseball. Yeah. Alrighty. I only got two things, so this one's kind of more universal. Yep. Um. Atlanta Braves fans in the stands. Will Ohio become the MLB model? So we haven't heard about Georgia in any rules for how many people mm-hmm. they have in the stands. But various states are making their own decisions, like Boston with the TD Garden and Fenway, 12%. Yep. Which Start. marks. Hold on. How many people are in Fenway? 45K? That's how many people can fit? Um, I don't know. Well, let's just say how many that's how many they can fit. Uh, Alexa? What is the seating capacity of Fenway Park? Oh, it's even less. <laughs> 37,000? Every time we go to a game, it looks way more than that. Oh, yeah, I, I think it's the Green Monster, <laughs> and there's no outfield really section there. Oh, that's true. So 30, 37,000 fans. Yeah, so times 0.12, 4,440. I would definitely maybe go to a game. Maybe. We'll see. We'll go to one just to, like, get out of the house. <laughs> and Yeah, I mean, just see what it looks like. Yeah. Ohio, though, is allowing 30% capacity. So that would be the Reds, right? Reds and India, uh, Cleveland's team. I almost said Indians. I wonder how much they hold. Well, I mean, 30%. That's, pr- that's, that's yeah. a lot of people. Seating pods for no more than six people. Recommended that they're from the same household. That's the key word. Recommended. They won't have to know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and this guy, Massachusetts, I'm still a 12% at Fenway, and then the Nationals might come up next. Um. In August, the University of Georgia announced 20 to 25% for Sanford Stadium's 92,746 capacity. That's a lot of people. I think that's a lot of people. Or somewhere between 18,000 and 23,000, a.k.a. more than half of Fenway's <laughs> capacity. I never thought fin- I thought Fenway could fit way more than that. I thought so, too. And um, of note, the team is already planning on various promotional giveaways, like the MV Free Bobblehead Day on May 23rd to the first 15,000 fans, which certainly implies they're aiming for real people to occupy real seats. I like that. No cardboard. Well, I'm sure they still have cardboard cutouts, but yeah. those cardboard cutouts are weird, man. Unless they had fans for the playoffs in World Series last year, so you can't complain. They're they're getting there. Ooh, jeez. Uh, Dave O'Brien, th- they're talking about ticket prices now. It's like uh, regular prices might not differ too much from pre-pandemic. But um, at GameTime.com, a secondary market ticket site, the average price for Braves spring training tickets is uh, $210.70. This year's spring training. Yes. Is the second highest in MLB behind the Red Sox. How much are the Red Sox charging? 
uh, well, this is secondary market, so it's not the Red Sox charging. It's like Ticketmaster. It's, it's, it's someone, no, someone who buys the tickets like us, and it's like, oh, we don't want to go to the game. Yeah, let's charge someone two hundred dollars to go watch a goddamn spring training people with right guys never going to make the MLB. Right, two hundred sixty-two dollars and forty cents is the average price, and the Braves' average quote-unquote get-in price is a hundred and nine dollars, and is the highest in grapefruit or cactus league because prices are soaring because of limited seats. <laughs> I like this line. It's it's a three word sentence that I just love. Supply, meet demand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's the rub. You may very well be able to afford face value tickets, but you may not also be able to find such a thing since the ticket brokers are the locus of the business. So, we'll see if that changes anything in regards to potentially going to a Red Sox game. Because if they're two hundred dollars, we ain't going. Remember when we were third row? In right field, that turned into second row because of the way the seats were, and we paid yes. like eighty bucks a ticket. Yep, those prime seats right there. It was probably like one of my favorite seats we've ever had at a Red Sox game. I'm trying to remember, I think it's, it was against the White Sox. It was like a one o'clock game during the summer. Yeah, it was hot as hell. Um, speaking about baseball, uh, the Fisher Cats might have fans. Thank you. We're going to keep an eye on that. Yeah, well, if we can't go to Red Sox, we'll go to Fisher Cats. And, John, tell the people what you just bought. Oh, if you guys are listening this far, some of you know I have a YouTube channel because I used to plug it, and you guys never subscribed. But I'm at 69 subscribers. So he doesn't care anymore. <laughs> so uh, I respond to new camera, guys. Please, if you More guys vlogs are... coming. If you guys are not listening this far, honestly, please definitely consider subscribing because YouTube is something I've always wanted to do. And I just really hope one day I can actually make it on there. And it's never too late to start anything. I know people say oh, it's too late to start YouTube in twenty twenty one. It's never too late to start anything, no matter what you want your dream to be. If you want, if you're at a job you don't want right now, and you want to, if your dream drops to be a a teacher, I guess, go for it. And if those people say, yeah, don't do that. Why we want follow your dreams? Don't let those mother effers tell you what to do. But as soon as I get that camera. More vlogs for me. Yeah, you can always be like Mark Rober starting YouTube when he was like 33. Really? Yeah, but he's also a freaking genius. You know who Mark Rober is, right? Yeah. Worked, used to work for NASA. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's not not too late now. I quickly went to his Wikipedia to see how old he was. Oh, um, years active. 2011 is when he started. So that'd make him 31. And. He got 100,000 subscribers in 2014, 1 million in 2016, 10 million in 2019, and now he's at 20 million. It's going to take time, but I know and I can do it. And now he's 40. I know I can I do it. I didn't think he was that old, to be honest. It's going to take time, but I know I can do this. this. You can't tell me this man looks 40. No. That's it. He's not 40. <laughs> I was binging his videos the other day. You were? Yeah. They're good. Um... That's good that no fans will be back in the stands. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, I know. Actual noise. Instead of the MLB, the show noises, which was Woo! completely stupid. Yeah. Hey, it's better than nothing, though. You can't. Yes, that's true. I. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Um, Fernando uh, Tatis Jr. explains why he signed a 14 year extension. He says, I want a statue. I don't blame him. Statues are dope. Um, You're immortalized at that point. Hold on, folks at home. I'm just you can do it, up. John. He's having some technical difficulties. 
I'm just I'm just grateful for everything and to the city of San Diego. Uh we're here to stay. And I'm I'm you know like I, said, I love the city, stay. I love the fans, I love him. the culture, I love the vibe and uh the vibe. I'm all about winning and I'm all about winning in San Diego. So I feel like that's gonna be the big part over here. I, I definitely like that word. He seems, he seems genuine when he says that, too. Instead of people saying, I'm here to win, like certain people in other sports. Yeah. Um, you know, he's saying, uh, people are saying, oh, too many years, but I just love what I'm seeing, what we're going to do, he said. Uh, I want that statue uh, on, I want that statue on one team. Uh, I want to stay on one team and build my legacy over here in San Diego. Uh as him saying, for the next decade plus, results in a uh, statue earning in his career inside uh, Paco Park. He will have a statue with Tony Gwynn and Trevor Hoffman. Yep. No, uh, the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers. The uh, Padres. <laughs> they um, they've added a lot over this uh, winter. You no, know, including Udarish, Blake Snell. Uh, in a farm system that still has a number of uh, blue chips, such as Mackenzie Gore, never heard of him. CJ uh, Abrams, I never heard of him. Yep. The last time they made the playoffs, I think it said was. Never mind. <laughs> when was the last time the Padres made the playoffs? Oh, 2020. I'm an idiot. That's right. I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I completely. I, I, I didn't say anything because I wanted to see reaction with this. You knew they made it last year. I completely forgot. Edit the shit out. <laughs> Too lazy for that. <laughs> we recorded. I transferred to audio and then I upload them both. <laughs> um. Whoops. Ready for our little game? Yes, I like games. All right. We all know John's history of guessing games. Yes, and how he I, gets I like zero wrong. I don't think he's game. ever gotten one right. I'm probably not. Maybe he has. It was probably like op- multiple choice and he ran out of options or something. <laughs> but we're going to go over the top 10 richest MLB players of 2021 ranked by net worth. And these guys are playing right now? No. Okay. Some might be. Okay. But I think they mean by players of 2021, I think they just mean of all time yes. for this year. So, number 10, which is actually, we'll go over this real quick. Um,. So Bryce Harper is perhaps the most recognizable face in baseball. That's had quite a bit of financial success for 28 years old. The number one pick in 2010, made six All-Stars, won the 2015 M- National League MVP. And But while Harper's made $35 million in his final two years of arbitration eligibility with the Nationals, it ultimately the Phillies uh, he would secure the largest payday from. After the months-long courting process, Harper agreed to 13 years, $330 million in tw- March of 2019. Uh, currently, Harper has a net worth of $90 million in his major league career. With 11 seasons still remaining on his deal, as of now, Harper's net worth is, is <coughs> estimated to be 70 Though without factoring endorsements, the money he's owed from the Phillies moving forward, figures to push him onto the, a list like this at some point in the next few years. Yes. In the meantime, here are the 10 wealthiest current or former MLB stars of 2021. And here we go. I'm going to go for 10. Do you, if, you w- if this helps, I can give you the team they played for, or like most notably. All right, I guess I can do that. Or if you can't think of one, I'll give you that'll, that'll be your hint. All right. It's number 10 at 110 million dollars. Alex Rodriguez. No. Oh, 
Uh, this is what we'll do. You'll guess if it's wrong. I'll give you the team that right. they most notably played for. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox. He played for the Red Sox? Most notably, yes. David Ortiz. Mookie Betts. Manny Ramirez. I already over one, so let's go, <laughs> go to number nine. Uh, actually, I could do team, and then uh, if you get it wrong again, I can give you current or former. All right, yeah. We'll do it that way. And number eight is a tie, which it's still tied with number 10 at $110 million. <laughs> so we'll go to this player on the list. $110 million. I'm going to say Prince Fielder because I remember he sent a huge contract. Nope. He is uh, Reds. Joey Votto? Yep. Yes. It only took you one <laughs> hit this time. <laughs> the next hit obviously would be would have been current. All right, next on the list, $110 million as well. Hmm. Miguel Cabrera? Nope. Um, Braves. Freddie Freeman? Nope. Former player. Chipper Jones? Yep. You got it at the end. Uh, six is also a tie. So there's two people at $120 million. And yeah. Good. I'm going to look Kershaw. No. Uh, Phillies. Ryan Howard. Yep. Ah, yes. <laughs> I'm actually doing pretty good. Yeah. The teams are helping, aren't they? You just think of who, what team gave big contracts. That's right. So it's kind of... Ah, that's fine. Um, 120 million as well, tied. I gotta think of someone who used to play. Like I'm trying to think of people that just on huge contracts, or you could think of people who played a long time. Um, my phones. I don't know, Roger Clemens. Um, no, uh, Astros. Well. Yeah, we'll go Astros. Can't be Altuve. No. Current. Oh, is it Bregman? No. Fuck. It's uh, Zach Greinke. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. See, the most notably thing kind of threw me off because he's still playing. Yeah. So I just went with this current team. Um, Okay. Number five, 125 mil. I'm going back to Kershaw. Uh, Tigers. Cabrera. Yep. Um, number four, 170 million. Prince Fielder? No. Um, Cardinals. Pools? Yep. See, that was tough. He's still playing, so I didn't know whether to go with both notably or his current yeah. team. And if I said Cardinals, Angels, 100% would have given it away. Yeah. I, you'll get this one if you don't get it at first. You'll know when I say the team, 100% sure. And if you don't, I'm going to punch you in the face, <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> so number three with a net worth of $180 million. Mookie Betts. No. Uh, Seattle. Oh, shit. There's two people. And oh, I'm come on, like John. Three. You can do it. Griffey? Ichiro. <laughs> uh, you saved yourself. It's Ichiro's. Is I was going to say, like, Edgar Martinez. Was, I, I was stuck between the three of them. Yeah. Um, number two, 
two hundred million. Aroid. Nope. D- uh, New York Yankees. Jeter. Yep. And number one, three hundred fifty million. A Rod. Yep. A Rod. So it's like two or three. I didn't do too bad, but the teams yeah, helped me. The teams helped me, so yeah, of course they did. It doesn't count. That was the point. You were supposed to get it wrong at first, so then I'd help you at the ends. I was gonna punch in the Ma- face. Maybe the I should have switched it around instead of doing team as the first tint. I could have done current or former as the first tint. Yeah. Yeah. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Go yes. ahead with any baseball you have. Uh, that's all you got, Mike. Oh, football time. Um, NFLPA tells players to work together in free agency to push back on teams amid reduced salary cap. Basically, they're asking them to collude and ask how much people are offering. I'm not going to tell how much a team's offering me. I'm going to go wherever the hell I want. Yeah. Uh, Smith said agents this year should push back on teams trying to cut players for cap reasons <coughs> and should consult with one another and with the NFLPA's cap department on the offers they're receiving from teams for free agent players. Collusion, of course, is an illegal corporate practice in which the league's teams are prohibited from engaging. But there are no laws or rules against workers, in this case players, exchanging information about who's offering how much. That's interesting. That's the first time they're ever doing this. Yep. So I think the thing went down to like $180 million for cap. Yes. You're right. So. Oh, my phone's like burning up. Well, Eagle's got no cap space. You know how hot my phone is right now. What the heck? I don't know. I'm going to. You read yours. I'll turn mine on after. Um, yeah, I'll turn that off for a bit after <laughs> we're done recording. Patriots are calling about every available uh, retro quarterback available: Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Donald. Wait, Han, read that title again. Uh, Patriots have been calling about every available veteran quarterback, including Jimmy Garoppolo and Sam Donald. Now I'm looking right at the camera for this. Right for this one, John. Since when was Sam Donald a veteran? <laughs> Hasn't this motherfucker only been playing like it two years? It's like two or three years. That's not veteran. <laughs> Two thousand eighteen draft. So he's played 2018, 2019, 2020. He's played three years. How's a twenty three year old a veteran? He's not that's why I thought it was funny. Isn't a veteran like someone who's been playing like ten years? Something it's crazy. <laughs> but I just thought Sam Donald's too young to be a veteran. That's what I was saying. Um obviously the Patriots try to Cam Newton, which you know what I been I've been the sports radio when they talk about Cam Newton. Yeah, he played bad, but then again, you know, he got COVID. He was dealing with an injury. He got signed in July. There was no, uh, almost said spring training. There was no uh, preseason. So, and in an offense that used to be for a non-runner. Yeah. So I mean, and you really can't blame Cam Newton. Yes, he had a bad season, but twenty total touchdowns. I'll take it. Um, Seven and nine, better than I thought they were gonna do. He also didn't really have a lot around him though. That was when he finished seven and nine. Uh, they missed the players for the first time in 12 years. Yeah. Um, I also need a quarterback now. They've been calling out every veteran quarterback. Uh, Bill Belichick and the Patriots in a res- uh, pursuit of an upgrade at the position have had conversations regarding every potential target in the league. Uh, if a quarterback has been um, perceived available, the Patriots have picked up the phone. Um, the Patriots have been disciplined in its approach. Uh, obviously, they... Didn't well, they, wow, they did talk about uh about Carson Wentz. I didn't think they did. Oh. Could you imagine if Carson Wentz went to the Patriots? Oh my god, and fucking wins five Super Bowls. <laughs> um 
The oh, Patriots man. can um, they can just forward any quarterback as long as they're willing to pay up. Among uh, top trade candidates, they discussed Aaron Rodgers. Let's see if he's on here. The uh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson, uh, Sam Darnold, Marcus Mariota, Jimmy Garoppolo, who spent the first four seasons of his career at the Patriots. I'd be fine getting Jimmy Garoppolo back, honestly. Yes. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jameis Winston, Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, and Mitchell Trubisky. There's a lot of names on there I don't want on the Patriots. No, I wouldn't want... Um, because w- the Bears made the ultimate mistake of drafting Trubisky over Mahomes. And uh, Deshaun idiots. Watson. I would not want Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mahomes over Watson. Yeah, I would not want Fire Fitzpatrick. I wouldn't really want any Dalton. Tyrod Taylor has really not been a, a really good quarterback. Yeah, um, I I would probably take Jimmy Garoppolo. No, he can go back. He knows the playbook. If it's still the same, he yeah. knows the system. I think uh, no, he'd be the right quarterback. Oh, yeah. Bill, Bill, Bill Belichick wanted him because Bill Belichick booted his ass out of town. Yeah, because he wanted Brady. No, yeah. Belichick wanted Garoppolo, right? No, uh, oh, wait a minute. No, but Belichick wanted, wanted Garoppolo, and he wanted Kraft to wanted Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, because yeah, Kraft wanted to keep Brady. Yes. So uh, it'd be so cool having Garoppolo back in New England. I, th- I mean, I think the Patriots should bring him back. Toss him in number twelve. Oh my God! Because <laughs> <laughs> number ten's taken now. Who has it? I'm pretty sure it's taken. I'll double check. Read your next article. I'm gonna figure out if Patriots have a number ten. Uh, the Eagles, they have um, they released Deshaun Jackson in the second sit in Philly. Um, he didn't really do too much with the Eagles. Um, this uh, this move saves the franchise f- uh, just about $4.855 million. Um, He does not plan... He uh, does plan to continue at age 34. He'll be free to sign wherever he wants to. Uh... Jackson's second attempt the Eagles wasn't successful as his first uh as injuries plugged his um plugged his uh second second attempt the Eagles obviously. He's probably one of the I best. Guess they don't have a number ten. They don't? I could have sworn like Jacoby Myers is number ten or something. I might just be bugging. <laughs> now I'm gonna figure out what his number is. I mean he's obviously one of the greatest uh ball receivers in NFL history. He just finished with twenty three catches for three hundred and ninety five yards, three touchdowns in just eight games with the team over the past two seasons, averaging seventeen point oh, two yards per catch. Not only did Jackson suffer a core muscle that injury kept them limited to sixty five snaps in two thousand nineteen, but a hamstring and an ankle fracture limited with Jackson <laughs> just to one hundred and seventy snaps and sixty percent of the Eagles offensive snaps in twenty twenty. Uh, Jackson did show flashes of uh, deep ability in the final game of the Eagles, catching an 81-yard touchdown pass from Jalen Hurts in a Week 16 loss to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Jackson has 32 uh, touchdown, has 32. Ca- uh, I was this is always a tongue twister for me. He has 32 uh, touchdown catches of 50 uh, plus yards in his career, only trailing Jelly Grace for 36 in NFL history. Um, um, so I was looking at the Patriots roster. Yep. And I found some guy who has some last name I'd never want to have. Who? His name is a D D E E Virgin. D Virgin. <laughs> His last name is Virgin. Um, he's also released Alshon Jeffrey, and they're expected to release Malik Jackson this off season. Ooh, interesting. So Alshon Jeffrey had a great catch in the Super Bowl. One of the reasons why the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Um, obviously injuries this season. Uh. Throughout the throughout um through the season for Alshon Jeffrey, he signed a uh four year deal 
back in December. So obviously the Eagles are going through rebuild mode, which I don't blame Bill. I uh, blame for releasing uh, Alshon Jeffrey. He's thirty, thirty-two, I think, thirty-one, thirty-two years old. I feel like when players get that old, they, except Tom Brady, he's thirty-one. He. Um, I wish Tom Brady was thirty-one. I'm no when players. Excited, I'm, I'm, what I was going to say, I mean, Tom Brady's obviously forty-three no, years I old. No, I know what you meant. I'm just saying, I wish yeah. it was Tom Brady was thirty-one again. <laughs> I know because that means I'm New England. But when players, it seems like when players get older, obviously they're going to slow down, except Tom Brady, because he's going to rub an avocado all over his balls and stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> question for you. Yes. Do you think no no trade clauses are popular in the NFL? Are they even real? They are real. I've never even heard of it. Well, Kansas City has 25% of all NFL players with no trade clauses. Wow. And want to hear a fun fact? Yes. There's only eight players in the NFL that have no tr- no trade clauses. I'm sure one's Patrick Mahomes, obviously. I'll, I'll I'll read you the eight players. And the last person I'll say is the second Chiefs player. Okay. Russell Wilson. Okay. Deshaun Watson. Even though he wants to get traded, but okay. Patrick Mahomes. Probably not going to get traded. DeAndre Hopkins. Should never get traded again. Jimmy Graham. Okay, I don't know who the hell won him. He's washed up. Jimmy Garoppolo. Going back to New England. Drew Brees. Retiring. <laughs> and Laurent Devarney Tardif. <laughs> who? <laughs> Laurent Devarney Tardif. LDT. <laughs> I never knew they were there that was in the NFL. That is interesting. <laughs> so, um... Let's see. Um, where is the? Um, as for Devarney Tardif, Yates himself notes that the no trade clause was part of his restructured deal to help the Chiefs financially from last a- April. Yep, it's impossible to know if at any point Devarney Tardif knew he might opt out for the entire season, but it certainly stands to reason that either way he wanted a bit of commitment from the Chiefs in exchange for giving them something in return. Mm-hmm. Uh, one starting. Staring down an uncertain future, Devarney Tardif bought something rare for himself that few NFL players can claim, a bit of security. That's not to say the Chiefs are beholden to Devarney Tardif. It's possible they could always release him at some point in the future or they t- or try to trade him with permission. But even the modicum of control is more than most pl- NFL players have. And since the dead cap space for Cunningham would eclipse $7 million, LDT can rest assured he's going to be a member of the Chiefs for 2021. Not mm-hmm. that he was ever going to go anywhere. Here's to hoping he can slot right back into a starting right guard role. Yes. That's interesting. I never knew that there was an NFL. No trade clause. Yeah. I Only thought it was just baseball. Players. When I read that headline, right, it's like 25% of players. I'm like, holy crap, that's probably a lot. And then found out that the list is eight. eight and the Chiefs had two. <laughs> oh, like, I never knew. Oh, I thought wow, that is, it's like, yeah, that is 25%, but it's just like, okay. I'm surprised like Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey are not on that list. Yeah. But Devarney Tardif, he, he, is. he, got, he got his. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the thing with Cam Newton. He had a uh, run with a teenager at a football camp o- over the last weekend. No. Um, Cam Newton is running um, a seven-on-seven tournament. Uh, and there was this teenager there who was yelling at Cam Newton. Uh, I'm going to play the clip. You're a free agent, Mom. You're a free agent, Rich. 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 
I'm rich. Why do people know I'm rich? rich. You're a free agent. being a little dick, any? Yeah, I mean, I mean Cam Newton. That guy's like, you ass. So like, you know, shut the fuck up. Cam Newton invited you to his football camp. Yeah, obviously. You know, if you get invited by a NFL star, be to, to freaking go, grateful. Be respectful because grateful. obviously Cam Newton, you know, picked you to. I don't know if he picked you, but obviously, if he picked your team to be on the seven on seven. Yeah, you shouldn't disrespect him like that. No, not at all. Um, well, the kid's saying you're uh, you're trash, you're ass, you're free agent. Cam Newton's saying I'm rich. Uh, I'm well, rich. He is definitely rich. He ranks number f- on uh, number fifteen on uh, active f- uh, players list of all time earnings, earning over 122 million since he was drafted. Ooh. So I don't think Cam Newton's um, complaining. I complain at all. Uh, there were players who. Saw the footage, uh, like Leonard Fournette said, any young athlete watches video, please don't be this kid. Yeah, for real. Uh, don't miss your chance to earn something from someone uh, who has been uh, at the highest level in his spot. Stay humble. Uh, Trey Young said, uh, probably should ask how uh, to be MVP in the league, and you'll probably want to play with him first. Yeah. Um, the kid released a statement. Uh, where is it? He said... <laughs> He said, uh, first and foremost, I want to express my deepest apologies to Cam Newton, my entire org, my coaches, for my actions at the 7v7 tournament this past weekend. I did not intend for it to get as far as it did. First, I would like to start off by saying my parents never... This part always threw me off guard. Um, first, I'm going to start by saying my parents never taught me to people disrespectful. <laughs> what? Uh, as a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me, and it was a huge miscommunication. It was in the uh, minutes of the moment. Now I, r- and now I realize how a lot of you took as disrespectful. I never meant, uh, I never meant to be hum- humiliate and let anyone down. I am very appreciative for the seven v seven tool, uh, even allowing me to be part of the community, allowing me to be part of the team I am currently on. I realize this can direct my f- uh, future as a young man, which is true. Uh, having very big dreams and goals, but I will not allow this to stop me from getting where I need to be. So again, I apologize, and I hope I can be forgiven. Um, I just you just shouldn't be disrespecting, even though yes, Kim Newton's a professional athlete, but technically he's a um. What's that? I'm trying to think. I don't want to say elder because Kim Newton's really not too old, but this kid's in high school. And Kim is in his 30s, so technically, I guess you could say elder. I mean, I don't know where I'm going with this, but you shouldn't be disrespecting someone like that. Yeah, for real. Nah, I don't know, because it got to the part. The video started when Cam Newton was saying. Was I'm it that dude? Yeah. Just Seth Owens? I don't, I don't know what started. If Cam Newton started to get you riled up, you just should ignore it. You know, you should never disrespect people like that. And it unfortunately got too far. And yeah. there was another clip, no, Cam Newton, what pissed me off. Cam Newton was talking to the coach, and the coach looks at Cam Newton and says, don't talk to him like that. 
if I'm the coach, I'm going to look at the player and s- pull a player inside. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? You're embarrassing the team. You're embarrassing me, embarrassing yourself. Go apologize to the guy. Yeah. But um, and it's just unfortunate that you know this is the second time there's been a video of this with uh, people, you no know, kids disrespecting Cam Newton. Uh, I don't know. It's just if you get an opportunity like that, go there, be humble, and don't be a jackass. Yeah. Um. Ready for this one? Yeah. Josh Gordon wants to reunite. Let me guess. Let me guess. Tom Brady with Johnny Manziel in FCF League. Okay, I, I would. All right. I haven't watched it yet, but I still want to catch it. Manziel is currently the quarterback of the Zappers in the FCF. Yep. And Wednesday night, Gordon tweeted, would you all watch if I played a game with my guy Manziel and the Zappers? I would watch. Gordon has since deleted the tweet. I, I you know, He was like, probably choking it up. That's why he deleted it because he was high and didn't mean to post it. Yeah. Um. In the event that FCF has not hit your radar yet, here's a rundown of what it is. Fan control football is a mix between fantasy football, arena football, and it has a Madden video game feel to it, but it is a live football. Players are chosen and plays are called real time or in real time. Yeah. It does not seem too complex to get involved in from a fan standpoint. The players are not getting independently wealthy from playing FCF. They reportedly earn between 400 and 750 per week plus room and board. <laughs> really? Yeah. Johnny Manziel's involvement. Manziel appears to be the most notorious player in FCF, so if Gordon joined him, that'd be they would be tough to beat. Yeah, especially Josh Gordon's looking to get down the field pretty good. Yeah. So, I still want to check it out. It's only on Twitch. Yeah, there's highlights on YouTube, so I mean, I can keep up with that. Yeah. And yeah, we'll just say this real quick. Um, Johnny Manziel to miss FCF game following emergency dental surgery. I got punched in the mouth. Yeah, M- Manziel had to leave FCF's bubble in Atlanta to travel home to Arizona on Wednesday for emergency dental procedure. It's unclear what the specific medical condition was, but it sounds like the surgery was successful. And he's already been back in the gym on Thursday. It's going to be too bad. And it looks like he'll be back for the playoffs, which start on March 6th. Playoffs? Yeah. There's only four teams. <laughs> what? How many games will they play? Freaking three? Probably. Because <laughs> he's said be back for Saturday, which would be tomorrow. We're recording Friday night. Um, That'd be the 27th. Yes. 28th is Monday, right? 28th is Sunday. Yeah, Monday s- the 1st, yeah, s- Tuesday the 2nd, Wednesday right. the 3rd, Friday the 4th, Saturday the 5th, Sunday the 6th. So I'll be back on time for the playoffs. <laughs> the fact that it's already playoffs. <laughs> it's, it's fun, though. This has lasted longer than the freaking AAF and XFL. There's finally another football league that's going to complete their season. <laughs> that was a good one. That was really good. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, I got another story about Cam Newton. He says, uh, due to COVID-19, which I said earlier, hey. set him back with the Patriots in 2020. Um, he said, I, uh, I was w- I was one of the first uh, full players to catch it, and it happened fast. Uh, Newton told Brandon Marshall on his I Am Athlete podcast over the Boston Globe, uh, when I come back, that's when I lack an offense and lack 
of time in the system really showed itself. I was behind, and I was thinking too much. Uh, the offseason uh, kept going, and I... Oh, sorry. It's the offense kept going, and I was stagnant for two weeks. Uh, it was all new uh, to largely. I was just trying to learn the system for what it was. I was learning a 20-year-old uh, system in two months. Yep. Um, Newton's uh, numbers post-COVID were enough to question if his future as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Since returning to the league uh, reserve COVID list, uh, Newton missed only one game. Newton completed 64. 4.90% of his passes for 1,143 yards, uh, six touchdowns and eight interceptions of an 80.6 uh, passer rating. Out of about 32 quarterbacks with 200 passing attempts, Newton was 21st in completion percentage, 23rd in pass yards, and tied 29th in touchdowns, uh, which was last in the NFL, and uh, was tied 27th in passer rating. Um, he also said, I can't go out like that. My pride won't allow me to, Newton said. There, uh, there aren't third two guys better than me. You know, I gotta agree with him. You know, he yeah. didn't have enough time to learn the system. It took him two months to learn it. Yeah, this is why if the Patriots don't find a quarterback, I think they should give Cam Newton one more chance. Yeah, to see what he can do. Or throw a package together for Garoppolo, who has experience in the system. Maybe you could do that. Just bring, saying, bring uh, Garoppolo back, see what these two can do. Yeah. Um, but and I would love to see Cam Newton get one more chance. You know, I'm a Cam Newton fan, and when he went to the Patriots, I was happy. I thought it was going to work out, but yeah, worked. It still worked out better than I thought it was going to. Obviously, it didn't. No, I'm out of stories. So when you're done, we're done. So g- let me get this straight: Eagles, they tried Carson Wentz. They said, "Oh, Jalen Hurts who's going to be a starter." Now the Eagles are strongly considering picking a quarterback at number six. Ha. <laughs> um. General Manager Harry Roseman joined the Eagles. Uh, I'm not want to read that. I hate Harry Roseman. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. You trade your franchise would be franchise quarterback. Who you pick ass. J- <laughs> you picked Jalen Hurts in the second round last year. I think it was. Yeah. Now you're saying we're going to draft the quarterback. Hey, Trevor Lawrence might still be on the board. <laughs> Who am I kidding? He's gonna be gone. I question myself sometimes why the hell I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. You should question that all the time, especially since you don't live in the area. You're going to draft a quarterback. You guys need help at wide receiver. Let me say it one more time. You need help at fucking wide receiver. You've had Walmart baggers shop and save Hannaford baggers as wide receivers the last three effing years. And you're I'll play wide receiver for the Eagles. You probably could. 50 bucks a week. And you're going to draft travel. the quarterback. Now let Jalen Hurts see what he can do. Maybe he can be the saver for the Philadelphia Eagles. Maybe that's what the Patriots do. Just let Stidham try. I don't want Jared Stidham on that damn team. You're not even a fan, so you have no say. <laughs> no, I thought I talking about going to the Eagles. Oh, no. Go try for the Patriots. Um, obviously, like you said, uh, Trevor Lawrence will be gone. So will Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and... Uh, well, maybe Justin Fields will be there. Trey Lance could still be there. I just don't think the Eagles should draft a quarterback. I really don't. Yeah, um, I understand that. I'm never going to see a Super Bowl again. <laughs> maybe by the time you're 50. What? And that's what, 10 years from now? Is it too early to start making old jokes? Hey, I'm only d- I'm going to be 28. That's not too old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. But I said 10 years until you're 50. I was going to say, you motherfucker. (laughs) Um, Last news. Still basically half your life. 
Or 28. Fi- Holy crap, basically man. Basically just reliving your life again, and then you're around 50. 28. I mean, that's still young, but... Holy not yet. Fuck. You're not 28 yet. No. I got a month. Yep. But 28. Holy fuck. Yeah. That's actually scary to think about. Yeah. Read your story. Um, this ain't about us. <laughs> Eagle uh, Colts Michael Pittman Jr. explains why he won't give uh, Carson Wentz his number 11 jersey. I sp- <laughs> um, what an ass. He's worn number 11 since his college days at North Dakota. Oh, that's what Carson Wentz wore uh, number 20. I'm number 11. Um, I spoke to him and was just asking, uh, like, how he locked locked in I was to number 11. I told him that I was locked in, said Pittman. Uh, who are the number as they're working in 2020? And I was like, that's cool, bro, because I'm going to switch anyway. So uh, it went really well. He's just a cool guy. He didn't try to pressure me or anything like that. He asked me very respectfully, and I just appreciate for for him for that. Where, where does he say? Well, no, number Carson Wentz to? What? 52. 52? Yeah, the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Well, Carson, motherfucking Nick Foles is a quarterback. Are you saying it because he was injured? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. Okay, whatever. He's just saying I don't get. Pittman just not, it's not giving the number. Explain. It didn't say anything about him giving it. Thanks for stuffy. I just think he is a good dude because of terrible article. I oh I he asked if there was any change. Pittman said uh, I'm number eleven. Saying he doesn't think. Yeah, okay, I, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Who but wrote uh, the article is piece of trash. Who wrote the article? I don't know. Don't don't worry about it. Just read your next one. Cody Benjamin. I'm going to bully that guy now. Bully him on Twitter. Unless I was missing words reading because I'm dyslexic and I go all over the place. Maybe. Um, is that the last one yeah. you have? He's not coming up number 11, which he probably should because Carson Wentz is going to be throwing you the ball, you mother effer. Do you want the ball? Because guess who's not getting the ball now? <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr. You know why he won't be getting the ball? Because Carson wants to be throwing the ball to the defense. It's not uh, showing good time of good teammates. That's true. Because when Brady went to Tampa, they're like, yeah, here's my number 12. Take it. Doesn't matter. Carson Wentz is going to say, oh, Michael Pittman's down the field. T.Y. Hilton's on the field. There's a cornerback right there. He's wide open, too. Oh, wait. There's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> that lineman's looking right at me. Let's throw him the ball. Yeah. Oh, double coverage on Michael Pittman. Here you go. Good luck. I'm going to miss you, Carson. I hope you win Super Bowls in Indianapolis. No, I don't. We don't want Brad being happy. Yeah. Fuck you, Carson. <laughs> Just kidding. Is that the last one you have? Yeah, that's all I get. John, where can they find you on the you internet? Follow me on my Instagram. You don't follow it at John Hunter 15 You can follow me at my Twitter at you don't follow me at John O'Halloran. Will, where they can find you? You can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at William Kluski. You can follow the show on both Twitter and Instagram at TTL Pod. Please rate, review, and subscribe on your preferred listening platform. Share with your friends, your families, your coworkers, and whoever likes sports. Subscribe to the YouTube channel for the video version of the show. Um, share with your friends and family and whoever likes sports. And we <laughs> will see you next time. Peace.